Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reported live. Welcome to Truth is a New Hate. How do I sound, everybody? Today is November 30th, 2015. Uh, remember to call and participate at 724-444-7444. And the show ID is 124639. And, Paul, can you hear me? I can hear you. Good. Uh, I, I, I had to hear that uh, helpless. I didn't want to hear Neil Young singing it, so I grabbed onto this one and... Uh, because, you know, um, I got up here up north and uh, uh, took Sunday off. I was a couple weeks there working on the second part of the uh, in, in, independent media distribution platform. And, uh, you know, it was a nice break. My buddy Ring Thang came all the way over from uh, Toronto, which is, I forget how many hours, three hours. So... Brought me a nice warm blanket because it's cold up here. And then we went through the beautiful provincial park around here and, uh, you know, took Sunday off. And uh, uh, it was just beautiful. And I, I just had to play that, <laughs> you know. So, Paul, what's going on with you, my man? Spending with the uh, the in-laws, man. It was a great week, uh, weekend, Thanksgiving, holiday. It was uh, just good weather, man. That's great here. Hang on here. I got somebody here. Uh, okay. Uh, keep them muted just for now. I got a call in there. Uh, so, Paul, I really haven't been paying a lot of attention to the news. Uh, the only internet that I was on was for research 
and listen to other people's shows. So, uh, what's going on in this? Uh, in this, you know, how, how's the how's the battle going, or the mess, or whatever the hell's going, you know, with these uh, cultural Marxists, uh, you know, march march through, you know. Oh, uh, dude, they've been getting uppity all over the place, man. Uh, especially with uh, shopping in full swing, they tried to shut down the the one shopping area in Chicago. Okay, hey, man, if you want to piss out the average Joe off, man, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Well, I don't know. I've never been to a Black Friday shopping, and uh, the, from what I've seen, it's a, it's, it's a mess. I mean, it's a mess, and I don't even know why people are participating in such a zoo-type atmosphere. And But, you know, this is the way it is because uh, that's the new thing, and there's a psychology all to that. I wrote a little bit about that now. Uh, there's two parts that I've gotten out. There's a third part that's coming in that's going to be the corporate structure, and uh, you've got the two parts. Have you reviewed them? Uh, no, but I have it on the on the docket to do with uh, with Todd later tonight. Okie doke. Uh, the first one is pretty uh, showing you what we have. The second one is 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 the meat of the matter that really lays it all out. So just so you know. Okay. Looking forward to it, man. But I've already had some feedback from it. And uh, because, you know, we got to get a core of people that have got to decide on this. And, uh, uh, you know, because it's supposed to be open. And I've been thinking about it. And, uh, man, you know, getting the right people. And if we don't, just got to come away with it to, to, to do it uh, uh, privately. And that's all there is to it. And, Rather than being open, owned by everyone, it'll be owned by a few. So, you know, I'm just, here's a chance, you know, given the chance. But, you know, it's got to be done, and there's one way to do it. And as you'll see in there, we're not reinventing the wheel. Everything is there. It's a matter of grabbing hold of that wheel and charting our own destiny, which I don't know, we haven't done. And that might have a lot to do with uh, all the years of this, indoctrination, especially to these younger people that have uh, really, really been a war on the alpha male. Truly. Yeah. So anyway, I got a caller here, White Anna, Anarcho Radio. Let me, uh, White An Anarcho Radio. Uh, who are you and what would you like to add to this conversation? Uh, I'm Damon. We've talked before. Oh yeah, Damon. How you doing? Yeah, right. yeah. He was on. I was on Radio Werewolf show uh, Saturday night, I believe, right before I left. And uh, yeah, I was talking to Damon on there, and uh, you know, so I know it's a lot of and and you know this this attack on the alpha male, and it's it's been attacking everybody, and you know uh, when you try to point that out to people, you know, don't ever get offensive about it. We've all been affected by it, you know what I mean? It's been to hold us all down. So, you know, and I see this uh, running away and hiding as part of the destruction of the alpha male. Alpha males do not run away. They might go somewhere to regroup, okay, to uh, establish the battle, but they don't run away. It's as simple as that, you know. They get in control. They get in charge. You know, they do something, and you know, and they know who they are. You know, they don't need Marxist, culturalists, or anybody else to identify them. That's why racists and all this other bullshit, you know, don't affect them. 
you know. So I don't know. So Paul, what, uh, besides that, so they're trying to block shopping in uh, Chicago. You know, uh, how are they trying to do that? Uh, tearing down Christmas trees, blocking store entrances, marching around, being basically a pain in the ass. Uh, shutting down streets so cars can't go by. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, out of control fails, man. They, they need to be marching in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, meanwhile, if a bunch of, uh, if we went into the mall doing that shit, we'd have them right down on our ass. You know, try going to a university just to talk to anybody. Uh, to question them, you know, any, any of the administrators, they got the, they've got their, what do they call them? They don't call them police. They call them uh, safety, safety uh, council or whatever to come, come, come and, uh, you know, threaten you and, you know, carrying a gun and march you off there and telling you don't ever come back to this public institution that your taxes are friggin' paying for because you got no friggin' say, right? Right. So, you know, and, uh, Anyway, I've had many of those confrontations in the past, but you know. So, anyway, I hope I hope everything comes through the internet because uh, <laughs> another area I'm in where uh, you know sometimes things don't work, but you know the, the people manage. But even up here, okay, and this is a another basically white farmer area, bunch of white farmers and stuff. Uh, we got a, I think there's an Indian reservation around here somewhere, and uh, there's a, a local college. I, I'm not sure what they do down there, but they, uh, you know, talking to the, or just out doing a little bit of shopping, get some food, and talking to people and everything else like that. Good people, but you know, even the way they converse with you, you know, because you know, you get into a little bit of. Not heavy topics, but just, you know, I put the little feeler out there, and I could see the Marxism is deeply entrenched. So, you know, it's like, reminds me of those long ago in those white suburbs where, you know, the Marxism was there and uh, everything but, you know, the uh, uh, pieces of, you know, that go along with it, like uh, the ferals and stuff like that. So, you know, they're happy with it because... It makes them feel good that you know they're helping to make for a better world or anything. Just they haven't they haven't had the opportunity to really live in that better world that they're helping to help them to mold, you know. And uh, until they get in that better world, gets to them, uh, reaches them, you know, there's nothing wrong, you know, uh, everything's cool, you know. So, but you know, people got to go on and live their lives, right? You know, you know, uh, they're the herd. Or the people that we have to influence. So, you know. So anyway, uh uh yeah, I've been working on this on on on, on that proposal and uh, now uh I gotta finish off the corporate structure and then uh a few uh videos or whatever. I I don't know what what I'm gonna do about that. Uh you know, as a you know, a ten minute blurb or whatever like that, you know. So to, to introduce it and stuff like that to get the attraction. And uh, so anybody you know, Paul, that should be aware of this, that could be part of the core, uh, you know, later on send me names and addresses or whatever or talk to them or whatever. 
and uh, we'll, you know, so I'll let them have a look. And uh, because I'm not sending it around to everybody, because oh, yeah. uh, a lot, a lot of the, a lot, a lot of the strategies are there. You know, the overall business plan will go out to everybody, but this particular one is because you know uh, I don't, we don't need to be attacked before we get started. And you know, it's right. like everything else. We're not going to give away our battle plans to the enemy, right? They'll know right. soon enough. You know, like <laughs> when we start shooting. <laughs> so you know, that's 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 how I am. You know, I, I play to win, and that's all there is to it. I don't intend on losing at all. Amen. At all. And, or any ground. Yeah. And you know, even when you do lose, I look at it as uh, you know, what's that old adage? You know, you know. Uh, we didn't really lose. The clock ran out, you know. So, you know, time ran out. So that's that's just the way it is. But the thing now is, uh, if time runs out, it's 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 done. It's over. It's finished. So you know, we, right. And uh, this is a battle. And uh, life's always been a battle. Life is a battle. It's always been a battle. You know, uh, people talk about old America. Well, I, you know, it was always battles. Always battles. I don't know when when this utopian era era was ever, you know, in the world. Uh, all we can have, the only uh, utopian and peaceful area we have is where we have protected, uh, healthy societies, you know, that propagate and uh, you know. But still, we're out. Somewhere's out. Someone is out there holding the line on the wall, on the wire, protecting it all. So there's always a battle somewhere. So you know, you always need warriors. As simple as that. And my question is, what does a warrior do in peacetime? You know, arms, teaches, hunts. Well, that's how I'm pondering and putting that together. That's part of it, and and uh, you know, I think it's uh, uh, being a a strong, a strong male, uh, having a family, and uh, you know. participating in the community and things like that to keep it that way. You know what right. I mean? Because, yeah, you always got someone that wants to fuck things up, man. I don't care where you are, what you do. There's always someone, I don't know what is, what is it with them, but they want to fuck something up. They want to control. They want to do this. They want to do that. There's always crazies. You know, and that's all there is to it. It's a constant battle with these people, right? So that's the way it goes. But in a, in a you know, in a proper proper society, uh, they don't get very far, you know, because the people have to know their responsibilities, and uh, and act on them. Yeah, and you know, uh, in 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 the beginning of this country, in, well, in the beginning of the United States. Okay, by the way, I'm way behind enemy lines. But anyway, in the beginning of the United States. Uh, that was the people's responsibility, and that is how that Constitution, I don't agree with the Constitution, but that's how it was set up. You know, well, I don't agree with, you know, why they did it or anything else like that. But, you know, in that document, it it has three main things, you know. You know, that, you know, the people represent, the government represents the people, okay, and within there you've got, and the people are armed militia. Why? to keep the government in its role. It's all through that. Second Amendment, right into the preamble, you know? So, and and, and they they all flow and intertwine. And, 
now you know you got these Marxists, cultural Marxists that 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 want to uh, redefine it, you know. But first, you know, they had to take over the culture, and I know the culture is pretty bad, but I don't, I, I I don't see them as controlling the all of our culture. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here because we haven't been affected by it, or we've had some effect, but you know, we are here, and there's and I and. I'm not, and I'm just going to say Trump. I'm not saying he represents us or whatever. See the reaction, people. People want what he's talking about because you know they're not talking things. Pardon? People want Trump because Trump's talking our talking points. Okay. Yeah, he's saying how they feel on a lot of things that that uh, you know that they if they say it. You know, they could lose their job or whatever, which to me is ridiculous. You know, but uh, when you you got to realize 78% of the working people in some capacity work for the government on a local, state, or na- or national, you know, uh, in the defense industry, somewhere, somehow. So, you know, that's a long arm to, uh, you know, that's why I say if you don't control your local and your state, you know, it that 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 uh, death grip that, you know, that they can use to put around your neck is that much more lethal and closer, you know. So, anyway, Damon, anything you want to add? Uh, uh, with, the, with like a... Things like the Occupy Wall Street and the Black Lives Matter. Um, I don't know if it would be possible because, like, the people heading it are probably given orders from, you know, wealthy people that instructed them, you know, what the mission is. But uh, I was thinking if it really is more of a grassroots thing, like, people could get in there and try to influence, you know. So, like... When they're saying, like, let's just do useless things like go after malls or, you know, people with no power, you could try to be like, you know, why don't we go, uh, you know, to the politicians' homes or whatever and protest there, you know, like targets that would really matter. So, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? Okay. Uh, when I had Cockroach Alley, which... A lot of people ask me, you know, what happened with that, and uh, I was attacked constantly by some attack hackers out of China, and I just got tired of dealing with it, and they wound up taking the domain. So, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. so they must have left the name, brother. They left, They wanted that. Yeah, they wanted that. So, you know what I mean. Plus, I was putting more write, writings into like the Tribune and places like that, and uh, it just became so much of a hassle, and I was thinking. You know, maybe concentrate some of this content in a few avenues, and maybe that'll make it more powerful. But when I did that, I, I did a whole thing on, on on Occupy, and Occupy came from Soros and uh, what was that guy's Val something? The, the guy was a, he was he was the Green Czar for Obama. That black guy that uh, they finally got kicked out of there, Val Jones. Yeah, and it's, it, that was their third attempt at a, a false-controlled uh, 
grassroots movement. And the first one was Save America, and that had to do with the first uh, big uh, uh, budget, well, many budget crises where they're going to shut down the government and the fight for health care, and their slogan was, uh, you know, uh, the conservatives want to, th- we're, we're, we want to save grandma, you know, the conservatives want to cut the Social Security and throw grandma under the bus type stuff, and it didn't go. And But it built momentum, you know what I mean? Because wherever they go, just like Occupy, Occupy is just a recruiting ground. Right. Okay. And what they do is they recruit from here. Because if you've seen the main, uh, we had all the all the uh, itineraries, and they have it right there. I mean, the first big thing that they every day that they had a class was was on the Communist Manifesto. And uh, you know, uh, Paul and I pointed it out to everybody right in the beginning. Was uh, well, you know, they're only a block and a half from the Federal Reserve. Why aren't they there? You know. Okay. <laughs> And that was the first They're dealing with the casino instead of the bank. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what that was their beef was about. But what they do is they recruit and they recruit. And and from that recruitment, they set up cells all throughout throughout the country, which is what they did with those three movements that they had. I forgot what the second one was. Or maybe Save America was the second one. I forget. I had it all in in an article and documented and everything, and uh, they're constantly recruiting, and you have to constantly recruit because you always want to capture the 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 young generation, you know. And you figure every four years, how many kids graduate high school and are out in the workforce or in college or or whatever. So that's 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 always their strong recruitment base because, you know, they're the ones that they're going to be able to manipulate easier. Uh, they're fresh in, you know, they're still in that mind uh, matrix of the public ejaculation system and, and 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 the media and things like that, and they're going to have a lot of influence over them. And when you're young, life's different when you're young. When you're young, you want to be part of something uh, you really don't know what's going on but you have all these uh egalitarian ideas and all this kind of stuff there uh, what do they say when you're when you're young you're a liberal when you're older you're a conservative you know and that's true in a lot of aspects because you know when you get older you realize uh how fragile life is and uh time and all that kind of stuff there and you the responsibilities that you take on you know what I mean? Raising a family and everything else like that. So it's not just you. So they're the people that they want. So they're constantly re- recruiting, and you'll constantly see these types of uh, things come out of out of out of that uh, left uh, uh, group because uh, they got to constantly replenish. And from there, you know, they want. They're on the same fight, too. You know, they control the national, they want to control the state, they want to control the local, okay? And so uh, from there, with that recruiting, they're recruiting votes, they're recruiting, uh, you know, uh, muscle, they're recruiting money, uh, they're recruiting uh, all kinds of different things there. And from there, hopefully, they can get a few leaders, 
you know what I mean, to mold, you know, to be the uh, robots for them. So, you know, it's very important to always be politically active. It's very, very important. Now, I hear people, oh, well, there's no political solution. You know, well, no, there's no political solution. But, you know what I mean, the political solution is a solution that, you know, if you've got no political power, there is no political solution. You know what I mean? And in the end, in the end, you know, it always comes down to a fight. And that's history. That's, that's a fact of life. Nothing, I, don't, I can't think of anything that has never come down to a fight in the end. Okay, but you want to build up your forces. You, you know, if you don't build up your forces with political power and resources, they're going to get them and use them against you. It's as simple as that. And, and the they do. Is, and they do. And if, and the thing about it is, well, you know, government's power, right? Government's uh, force, right? And the thing about it is that uh, we're the ones. We're the problem. And, well, the white race, well, the white race is the problem because the white races are the ones that support this. Okay, indirectly or directly, just just you know, taxing us, ta- taxing the working man. You know, plus you've got the invisible tax of inflation. You know, you got all these combined factors, and that's life. But you know what I mean? It seems like, well, we never have enough time. We never have enough this because, you know, they've got most of our people, what, sports fans and, and uh, you know, entertain me to death freaks. And, uh, you know, they've got them trained for that. And uh, let's face it, uh, we're – there's no such thing as a 40-hour week anymore, man. You know what I mean? A lot of people are just, are working there, working there six, seven days a week. You know, and it's just getting harder and harder and harder. And and the, and the wife working, you know, because you had to break up that family. That 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 was the key key thing. That was a big target. And uh, now we see the results of that, right? Because even in the family, all they can do is capture one. Okay, now they've got the separation from the child, from the parents. Parents have no influence on a child. They do through the public ejaculation system. So, you know, all they can do is grab one in that family that can destroy that family, you know. That's why with this uh, gay stuff, you know, you notice uh, if they can turn one, if they can just turn one into a degenerate, the whole family is going to go soft. Because I don't care who you are, you're going to still love your kid no matter what. Your parents will always love their kids. They know that. They know that. And once they can de- uh, turn one into a degenerate, okay, that's their foot in the door big time, you know. So, and that's, you know, nothing new. That's all through history, you know. You capture the youth. You capture, you know, you gotta, you gotta break into that community somehow, you know, and you gotta break down the most important thing that brings them together. Normally, it's community, fam- family, community, and religion. Normally, so they gotta break that down. They break the family down, break the community down, and uh, they uh, destroy Christianity. Whether you agree with Christianity or not, that, that's, that's what held our society together for a long, long, long time. And I don't know, now they got this thing. I don't know what they got now. It's called Judeo-Christianity. I don't know when that started, but <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And, uh, you know, they call it the march through the institutions. And who did that come from? Gram- what was his name? Grams- Gramsci or something like that? From the, uh, yeah, from the, uh, where was he? Uh, what was the name of that institution? They came over from Germany to Frankfurt schools. Frankfurt schools, yeah. Brought yeah, over by Harvard. Was it by Harvard? Uh, Frankfurt schools in Germany, Tavistock, I think, is in England, and then we had Berkeley out in California. Yeah, and then, then when they got kicked out of there, what happened? See, Germany was Germany was the area that they were gonna. That was their big move of this this new plan because uh, Lenin failed, the Bolshevik uh, revolution failed after World War One. The the worker did not <laughs> stand up and unite and uh, you know fight against and and create the utopian communist empire of the you know that that this, this is what they imagined would happen they get that war going people didn't do that and uh people fought for their community which was their nation and uh they didn't so they didn't go that way so they figured well the next move is this guy came up is is if well we're going to corrupt them on the basic level their culture we're going to destroy all all of their institutions and then they're going to fall into our lap. And uh, he wrote the doctrine for that. I think he was in prison. Was it called? The, I think it was called the Prison Papers. You know, and that's when he wrote it all. And they were going to do it in Germany. Germany was right to do it in the twenties, but some men stood up and kicked them the hell out, and they fl- they fled to America. Now, so they decided America is going to be the place it's going to be done. Okay, they're going to turn America to turn the world. And they're pretty successful. Yeah, one of the only game in town for media. Media, uh, you know, well, yeah, that's what they said. We're going to march through the institutions, you know what I mean? And uh, and let's face it, these guys, you know, okay, that was the school and everything else like that, but, you know, they got to have some kind of financial backing. they got to have the financial backing. And uh, this is this is where you got the where you got the bankers, you know, and we're talking, you know, and it's not 100 percent Jews, you know, it's our own damn traders too. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of rich white traders in there too. So you know, you know, these are just sick sick individuals, and uh, that that is what uh, I was reading a book. Now I don't know if it was in Mind Cop or whatever, some book or whatever. And, and I don't know if it was Hitler or somebody explained the one of the problems with uh, capitalism was is that wealth everything's dictated by wealth so the people that go to the that become the leaders that 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 get to go to the eat better uh, live longer uh, go to the schools get the higher education everything comes from this class of wealth from you know from their offspring and where they might not be suited for it they might even not want to do it. And so, you know, the talent in those positions become very weak. And they so they're very easy to corrupt, okay? Now, you know, a lot of these families, you know, the original starter of the family might have, might have had good intentions, been a good guy. But his offspring, keeping that privileged position, you know, by money, old money or whatever, you know, land holdings or whatever like that, is and 
you know, they, they, they're weaker and uh, they're not suited for such, such position and uh, they make bad decisions or they just sell out. Uh, and that's why they said we're going to go by a system of, which I agree on, meritocracy. They don't care where you come from or whatever. If you're in their society and you have the talent, okay, and you want to do it, you're going to have the opportunity. So you always have the best, okay? And uh, and being the best and having you know having those opportunities also have responsibilities, and uh, and you know in the whole scheme of society, really you know better than anyone else. So anyway, let's see what. PWA Radio says, I voted for Bill Clinton for both terms of office. Really? I'm just reading the chat here. Okay. So, anyway, so so we got the shoppers going nuts. Uh, What else is going on there? Uh, Do you know what's going on here? Is anything changing over there with uh, uh, Europe? Has there been any more developments there? I haven't looked. Mm. So. Yeah, nothing that really stood out. I mean, I mean, the the people are are marching and rising the streets. I know that Merkel was probably going to be swinging from the end of a rope, hopefully soon. Uh, the thing that's got me pissed off the last couple of weeks is the uh, spy, uh, the Israeli spy Jonathan Pollard getting released yeah. by the peace you know, bozo. Now that motherfucker should be dead, and I wish somebody was going to double tap him to the back of the head before he leaves the U.S. for Israel. So. That's the thing, you know. They let them out, and now it's, you know, uh, now not a big thing is is to get to get them over to Israel, right? So, you know, but uh, yeah, that is like uh, we did, like we did Ruby. I mean, Jack Ruby Rubenstein, <laughs> and a few others. Yeah, th- th- that guy should be. Uh, well, he should have been executed. So that's you know, the United States. I think we're the. I think in America we're the only ones in the world that. You know, when when you're a traitor, when you traitor to the to, to the nation, which would mean the Constitution, uh, you get hung. I think in every other nation is a trial, and they can actually send you to prison or something. Ours is you get hung. So why the when did this start that they start getting uh, life in jail and uh, and then let out after 30 years? I mean, you know. That's murder for one. That's murder for one person. Yeah, that's murder for one person. This asshole murdered how many people with his actions, being a traitor. So, you know. Anyway, yeah, that that is disgusting. You know, like uh, that piece of shit should be taken out. Well, yeah, man. Where's the military? Where's all the retired people in the military or the intelligence agencies that know what this piece of shit did? Okay, why aren't they taking them out? It's like a call needs to go out that says, hey, this piece of shit got many Americans murdered, and he needs to go before he gets to escape to Israel. Fuck. Yeah, the, the military, well, you know, the military is a whole different structure, right? Like, uh, uh, you're in, it's the institution, you know, you, you follow orders and uh, whatever it is, but, uh, yeah. Why isn't anybody retired, brother? Retired. 
Yeah, retired. Yeah, exactly, retired. Because when you're in the military, you can't make pub. You, you know, you can't do any political type of stance, right? But yeah. yeah, where are these retired guys? And not only that, Paul, how many how many of our good guys have been retired in the last ten years? You know, decent. Yeah, where are they? Where are they? So and uh, but you know, and and. Maybe, maybe they are out there saying, Paul, how are we going to know when we when we don't control any media? You exactly, I mean? man. It's like everything else. Uh, let them say what he wants. We don't care. You know, we're not going to go fight the Second Amendment. Just keep Let the Second Amendment in. Just no one's going to hear your ass. <laughs> or is that, excuse me, the First Amendment? No one's going to hear you anyway because we control the media. Okay, that's how it is. That's with a lot of our institutions and everything. They don't get anywhere is because they've got themselves in such a position to own these key parts of our infrastructure that, you know, it's it's not effective as it used to be. You know, and that's another part of our sellouts. You know, and that's part that goes part into that inheritance bullshit too. You know, people in you know being born in a family inherit power. You know where they're not suited for it. Should be like a now we now I'm gonna talk sports. Should be like a damn sports team. Only the best should make the position. Uh-huh. Unless it's being televised because then you know you want to get as many of these black super studs in there as possible. Anyway, so we got Tom Tom Bowie in there. Uh, Tom, how's your campaign going? Uh, see if you heard me or not. So anyway, so uh, and yeah, that 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 that's serious stuff there, man. I'm just you know. Uh, NATO has never stepped up, and uh, I'm hoping to hell that, uh, you know, with this Paris stuff, that they don't use that as a wedge to get a NATO action in there. Because then we've got all the elements for uh, one hell of a war, you know, which I don't think they're pushing for. Many people think they do. I don't think they are. I think it's just, uh, an, uh, you know, Russia's trying to protect its uh, position, particularly with the oil. I mean, you know, you got Turkey getting all this so-called uh, black market oil, which, you know, like I say. Russia is interested in its pipelines, brother, and they want to go through that area of the world to get the, the Europe, so whether it goes through Syria or wherever. So it is well, they, 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 they proposed the pipeline. They proposed the pipeline. I think they are building one, but the one that went through uh, Syria, through uh, he, uh, down through Hezbollah's territory, into up to Greece. See, that's competition to them. They don't want that. So I think you know there's two sides to uh, their sentiments. You know, and one of them's you know their economic dominance of uh, natural resources to to Europe. Because that gives them lots of leverage and political influence. Like they, that's why he got involved to shoot down the jet. 
Yeah, and then you've got well, then then again, right? You got Turkey there, who's playing the uh, he's playing the uh, uh, the the NATO fag, right? <laughs> but, and, yeah, right. Yeah. And look, the funny thing is, you know, if you look at if you look at the history of that country in Russia, man, uh, I think that was the longest wars that went on in in Europe. Was Russia? Well, yeah, Russians against the Ottoman Turks, like 500 years or something like that. Wow. Yeah, and and believe it or not, you know how they got you know how they got onto the continent, aiding aiding Ukrainians, aiding the uh, when the uh, 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 what do you call them uh, the Cossack. headmen, the Cossacks split. They had a split in power, and one of the headmen asked them for to help them. And they got on there, and it took 500 years to kick them out. You know, you know, another key mistake. You know, was so like anyway, yeah, you know, it happens all the time. You know, when we got, uh, I mean, when do our people are going to ever learn? But that's what happens when you got people that want power, right? So we got Tom Bowie on the line. Tom Bowie, what's new? Oh, um, well, Daniel Wilson. In the uh, chat room, I'm, he stepped away from the computer. I don't know if he's back. But he's running for a state office in Arkansas. Arkansas? Yes. Oh, that's a tough area, man. That's a real tough area. Yeah. Well. Because you got entrenchment in there that go, oh, wow. I was, I was reading a little bit about Arkansas when uh, Upman and those guys went in there and took out the Klan and... Uh, you know, they bought off all the they're carpetbaggers. They bought off all, a lot of plant, broken down plantations, and uh, you know, they became got political power and uh, influence. And uh, up in, he, he had a militia in there that I mean, they when they went after the Klan, they, you know, they just uh, brutalized them uh, out of existence. And oh, uh, not not as out of existence as a lot of people think. Well, out of existence to be any of any influence, and uh, yeah. and 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 him and there's another guy I forget his name, and uh, their headquarters was out of Little Rock. That's where they died, and they got statues to them there. The other guy's name was might have been Peyton. I'm not sure. But but when I get moved down there, I'll be able to help him campaign. Yeah, you got good people down there. You got good people down there. When I say when I'm saying it's tough, what I mean yeah. is uh, the entrenched politics of the area, right? You know, I guess it depends on which part you're in there, but Little Rock and all that has uh, been controlled for a very, very long time. Yeah, well, to some extent, it doesn't matter as much uh, winning, um, although that matters. But running is probably more important than winning right now. At least uh, for something like this. Well, you got to show people that, yeah, that we are alive and we are active, and you know. But uh, the thing is, like I say, I mean, you can be if you can win locally, you know, you can be an influence and a good influence, and help break that power. Because if our people aren't there, their people are going to be there. It's just, it's as simple as that. You know what I mean? If we're if we're gonna if we're gonna not sit around and be spectators. They're going to be the ones throwing the ball around. Yeah. 
soon. And you will be running under the uh, traditional workers' party. Oh, yeah. And, and was, uh, are, are they, are, do they have any strength there? Uh, they'll have some, some, some support because there's still uh, a fair number of pro-white people in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Heimbach runs it currently, or he's uh, high up in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why we need a well, this is one of my pushes for for our, for our own media, so we can highlight with Citizen Act. I got it outlined: Citizen Active activist reporters, and uh, so we can have coverage not only nationally, internationally, but locally. You know what I mean? If we develop that properly, okay, and I can see more and more people join get, getting into that movement. Uh, not only can they make money, but they can help be an influence and, uh, you know, uh, get into the spotlight of what's going on. So other people in the state or the area, you know, get to know these guys, get to know these people and stuff like that and what the issues are and support them. Yeah, it's slowly becoming time for um, media because our enemies' media, not all of them, but large parts of them are starting to actually um, downsize, as they call it. And no, they're, they're downsizing, not downsizing, Paul. Uh, Paul, excuse me, Tom. No, they're just moving into the new technologies because, you know, the, <laughs> the new technologies are taking some of them down, and a lot of them are realizing because they've got the money and everything, okay, and they want to move in and dominate the new technologies. One of them is called over-the-counter technology, where that's Internet TV and everything. So that's what they're doing. Okay, they might be downsizing on that one part of the corporate level, but they're investing heavily because that scares them to death. Okay, because we've seen what happened with the videos, with the video industry and online uh, videos have done to, well, took Blockbuster down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's hurting the studios, and the studios, you know, they've had a bottleneck on us with uh, uh, distribution and agents and, uh, you know, controlling the copyrights and all this kind of stuff. Because, you know, if you, you're you an artist and that's the only option, only route to go, that's where you go. Now you've got the, what do they call it, the indie uh, music industry, like Paul, they, do, you know, they uh, run their whole show. Well, you're starting to get that into the into the in, uh, independent uh, producers and everything, right? And the big ind- independent producers still go through the uh, distribution chain of the uh, large. I think it's might be six big media companies: Disney and CBS, uh, Warner Brothers. There's a couple of them, uh, but uh, now with the internet. They're finding other ways to go through, and you have in Europe, they they, it's been going on for a while there, where they've got uh, trying to protect their local markets, where X amount of what go what goes onto the, those networks must be uh, local content, you know, or from the nation, okay, and uh, which is good and bad because it helps keep your identity, your culture, and everything. But the thing is, if they're butchering your culture, it's going to help them do that also. So that's why we got to get in. That's why we got to get in and dominate 
put in an alternative there. Otherwise, they're going to dominate that tune. We're never going to get back in. Yeah, Sweden, Sweden has something that occurred a couple years ago that um, everybody thought was sort of funny. Uh, they had a uh, station start up, and basically what they did was um, show a fireplace burning. And they got good ratings. And when asked why something like this got good ratings, they said because everything else was worse. (laughs) That was literally the truth of it. Yeah, but, you know, that's the thing is, it doesn't matter if it's worse. Uh, As they start to uh, edge out the competition, they become the only thing. And, you know, it's, it's like... You know, years ago when cable, when they opened up that, okay, which our people didn't get in, get into again, they didn't get into and they, with the deregulation, they didn't get into it, okay, they didn't get together and get into the jump on a, a deregulation uh, bonus, uh, you know, fallout. Uh, then you had the cable and they they would give you like 500 channels or something like that, all these crazy packages, and you know what? And it was less to what do people say? Oh, there's nothing on TV. There's actually less, less, you know, because most of yeah. it's garbage. Okay. But that's, they, they'll saturate, they'll saturate the market. And then you've got people, and I used to have this argument with my old lady all the time. Like, I said, what are you watching that? Oh, I need something that I can watch that I don't have to think about. And I used to try to explain to her that everything, propaganda is in everything. If even in writing a letter, okay, the author of that letter are, you know, it, I'm not, you know, propaganda, right? We, you know, some people, oh, that's bad, that's Nazis. No, propaganda is propaganda. You're conveying your ideas to someone, okay? So uh, that's why it's very important to be in on that is for an alternative. And then I believe it was satellite became an alternative, and uh, then then the internet. It went pretty quickly. It went. The the progression was quite fast, you know, to me after seeing, you know, because when I grew up, it was radio and TV, right? Yeah. There, okay. And there was a time when there were pretty much, other than local stuff, there were four major publications, uh, Time, Life, and a couple of others. Yeah, uh, Reader's Digest. Yeah. Uh, I, forget, I, forget, I forget what the other one was. Uh, was it the New Yorker, the conservative? Uh, I'm not sure. But, you know, and that's that, That's the thing is, yeah, they went and took it over and saturated, saturated it, you know. So that's why you got to be in on the game. It's as simple as that. Because once you're in on the game, you become big enough, you're part of the dictation of, of what the next, you know, when the next technology or, or, or you might even help push the next, uh, you know, Stay ahead of the curve. At times, you, you might you might be the force that actually produces the produces that curve. You know. Yeah. So, very very important. And uh, I think we I got I think we got to get there because that not only not only will that help, you know, that'll help with our ed- we can push education through there. We can push uh, political coverage through there. Uh, get people involved, and not only that, it could be an economic engine 
for our people because if our people are make, writing scripts, making movies, making animations, okay, that's money from our people to our people rather to our enemy, okay, then you have, say they go to Paul's town or Paul puts on a concert somewhere, all, you know, you've got the secondary economic benefits of that event, you know? Right. Okay. Someone say something? No, I was agreeing with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that that that's how it goes. That I mean, that, that's basic economics, you know. Or say in education, I put an example of education. Okay, say we have some of our people that are doing something good, but they need people in a certain skills, and we put on a segment teaching those skills, and then we have other consumers of our distribution that master those skills, and then we can be a conduit to matching uh, employers and in, 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 uh, uh, people with those skills, right? And we can be the conduit, the matchmaking conduit to that. So there are just so many things that media, uh, it's a backbone to so much, okay, that uh, when you start to think about all the different uh, parts of it and everything else like that, how huge it is. Also, remember, entertainment is the biggest industry in, in America, okay? 400, I think it's around $480 billion dollars. Bigger than cars, bigger than steel, bigger than even bigger than aircraft. Okay. Yeah, Americans entertain the death of them. Yeah, and you know they sell it all over the world. World now, now the third world markets are coming in: China, uh, uh, South Korea. You got well, Japan's always been in it, but uh, India and what comes out of Europe. Uh, they say by two, I was reading 2016. I think it's a two or three trillion dollar market. That's huge. Yeah. That, that's huge. Why aren't we in there taking advantage of it? Why, you know, and, and really, where's the bulk of that money coming from, or a large part of it? It's coming from our White people. people. Yeah, right. So, you know what I mean? We're, we're, <laughs> we're paying for the rope, paying for the rope that's going to hang us, you know? So let's stop doing that, you know? Let's stop. And with that's, media... And the new technologies for media, it's actually um, a higher profit margin. Well, this is, this, is, this is our advantage over them, Tom, is because, you see, money is their god. Okay? Amen. Because, you know, those animalistic impulses, that's what they live for, okay? Where we are using it we use it as a medium to accomplish our means. So really, they're most interested in the huge profit, okay? Us, if it does what we want it to do and helps our people and employs our people, that's what we want. So when you really look at it, we have such a huge advantage over them, enormous advantage over them, just on our philosophies of life, and we're not taking advantage of it. Yeah. We have everything that people want, except the message to get it there. 
Yeah, everything they do, you know, it's got that profit margin's got to be in there, everything. Otherwise, they don't do it, you know. And, and you know, another thing is a lot of these companies that are coming online, I, this stuff's there. We don't have to reinvent. We're not reinventing the wheel. It's there for us to use. Uh, the, uh, they're, they're popping up all over the place, okay? And uh, most of them are white country, white-run white, white companies from all over the world that is available to us, okay? And uh, there's a big one. The Jews are running a big one live stream out of Brooklyn, okay? They're, and they're starting to get cut down to size by the competition, okay, because they've got a lot of corporate support. Now, if you had to use them to get for part for, for party platform, well, I mean that that's just the way it is, you know what I mean. But the thing is, uh, all these different companies have different benefits, so you know you can spread your cost, you know, it's, uh, not your cost, you can spread it out over these different platforms. So you know it's that all that you know it's like a, any network, right? When one part goes down, it doesn't bring the whole ship down, right? Yeah. It's like the corporate structure that I'm, um, I'm I'm outlining. I've seen this happen so many times with the Northern uh, Northern Alliance historical research, how they fucked up, okay. And uh, where I'm trying to show an open board with a, a term limit board, so you can't have a cabal in there to, to control it. You can eventually get them out there. You got to have uh, uh, board meetings, uh, you know. So many a year or whatever that's got to be in your articles. Articles, but one of the one of the key things is uh, the mothership will just be a holding company. So everything that it does, okay, the news, the this, the, it's going, it's 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 going to it's going to be a subsidiary of the mother company. So if they attack any part of our our fortress, right, the worst that can happen is that block alone goes down, and then. We're still got the main mothership to to put up another one, and I, I see that's what happens to a lot of these people. They start up, and they start up everything centralized, all the power, you know what I mean, all the resources. So when they get attacked, you know, it's attacked against, you know, you know, the, the, the their fortress, you know what I mean. And if they can bring it down, they bring the whole ship down. Well, fuck it, man. Just bring part of it. You want to bring a little part of it down? That's fine. We're still afloat, and we're going to, you know, continue on. So we're going to keep afloat. You know, like I say, I'm in to win. I'm in for the long haul. I'm in to win. I want to set it up to win, not to fucking lose, and not for any ego or any of this bullshit to win. Now, that's my philosophy, you know. You either if you you come home if you don't you know you come home carrying a shield or you come home on a shield you know I think that's a good philosophy. Yeah, and and with uh well you can expect it to act as soon as you uh, start to make progress. So having that um mothership protected, so to say, is a very good philosophy. They'll they'll expend more energy destroying the smaller subsidiary than uh, they'll get out of their uh, satisfaction and profit for destroying it. 
Well, yeah, and the only way you can do it is is uh, uh, some kind of action, some kind of bullshit action, or or by some kind of competition. You know what I mean? But like I say, our advantage is they have to make profit. They're they you know uh, they they look at everything as you know what am I gonna what, what profit am I gonna make out of it? And we'll, our advantage is we're just looking at uh, you know uh, our profit is in our people. It's just, you know, yeah. the money, the, the money, you know, it's got to be a subscription base. You know, we're never going to make a profit, you know, and we're not going to be a nonprofit because we don't want the government in our business. There's proper ways to do this, man, that you don't fuck yourself. You know, it's not just something that I just thought up the other day. I've been thinking about this for a couple of years now. And uh, that's that's the way to do it. And that's what, well, that's what we have to do. And like I say, uh, we need a strong core of people in the business with a bit of know-how that are are are, are committed to our ideals and uh, when our the way I look at it is we we want a cultural revolution. Yeah, we want our European values. It, it, we're we're going to be like the Jews. We're only concerned with how does it affect Europeans. We're going to be just like that. And that's the way we should be. And uh, that does it concern the Europeans? How does it affect the Europeans? Other than that, we really don't give a shit. You know what I mean? And uh, another another part of is uh, you know making our people strong, getting making you know getting back to the patriarch uh, family unit. You know, with men as men and women as women. And the thing about it is, and and to be alternative, you know, because right now everybody sees, oh, it's got to be real, it's on TV, or this is what everybody's talking about. I guess this is how things are going. And if they tell you enough that uh, everybody, it's like, oh, everybody accepts gay marriage, so people, you know, well, that's all they hear. They're going to start to believe it, you know what I mean? And they're going to they're gonna get softer on that kind of shit, right? Where you got the alternative saying, well, fuck, really? How come we don't? Look how yeah. many we got over here that don't. And this is what Trump has brought out in his campaign with this uh, immigration, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't really want it. But, you know, I mean, in our, he's in a political platform. He's part, let's just quote, legitimized, okay? And so uh, that's, why, that's why they're vocal now, right? There's a spokesman. Yeah, the, uh, t- the uh, media does have a lot of power. The, the thing I tend to uh, quote since I'm doing that now is uh, when Ross Perot was running. He had between a 39 to a 42 percent approval rating, and people who wanted to vote for him, and that carried on through right up to the election. But because all of the media was hammering on, he can't possibly win, even though they knew he had that high of an approval rating. Most people didn't vote for him because they thought he didn't stand a chance to win. But uh, around forty percent, that was a that was a win because the uh, rest was divided equally between the other other candidates. Yeah, no, he he would have won. But as I remember, uh, with Ross Perot, uh, 
he stopped the campaign and got back in the campaign. And, and the story was that his daughter got married and she was threatened or something like that, from what I understand. Yeah. So then when he, but, you know, uh, when, he, when, he when kept he, his lead. Pardon? He kept his lead as an approval. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, when, when I'm going to run and then I'm going to, then you start to back off or anything like that. A lot of people are starting to, start to think, you know, is, is he, you know, is he going to run or, you know, like, see, that's, it's, you know, it's like uh, blinking, you know, you know, he blinked and people noticed it. So, and I think that, 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 and that was the intention of whatever they did to uh, try and destroy that campaign. Other than that, you know, I mean, I was, I, I, I was, Voting Republican, no matter what, I wasn't going to vote for for Ross Perot. I didn't think he was real, but uh, you know that was my perception. But, can, can, uh, can, 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 can I get a minute? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Jump in whenever you want, man. Go ahead. Oh. Yeah, man. You wanted to get in for a minute? No, no, no. I was just adding my commentary there, man. That's all. Oh, okay. All right. That would be funny. Yeah. So He might have said something that didn't come over. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been it. Yeah. So what would you say, Paul? <laughs> Missed it, man. It, it was of the moment. Okay. It's all good. Okay. So, yeah. Well, you know, you need a lot of Ross Pearls. See this thing of, of 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 relying on just one. We we need them. We need them in the state. We need them in the local. We need you know we need we need them all over the damn place. You know this one savior stuff is bullshit. We need them all. Yeah. We need more than one. So if one gets taken down, that's like that's how I think it. That's how I think of the platform. One part gets taken down, you got the others. You know, you know, and you know it'll it, another one will grow. You know. So I don't, that's how I'm looking. I, I want to be just indestructible as we can, as flexible as we can, you know, not totally entrenched on one system. Yeah. And then that's part of the system. If you, you are, that's what our enemy has done. Uh, they've never done any single thing. They've worked at a bunch of different angles that occasionally would come together. Once they were gaining ground, well, I but, got that uh, covered too. I got that covered too because all all these internet independent broadcasting and stuff like that, you know, we're not going to uh, try and influence their markets or anything. They're going to do their own thing, right? They're still going to be out there. Something that they do that fits into, you know, uh, you know the. Uh, uh, outlining uh, conditions of what you know what we're trying to do, we're we're going to pay them to use that, put it out to that brass uh, mass market. You know, meanwhile they still have their own uh, uh, their own listeners and all this kind of stuff. There, you know what I mean? We're not we're not looking to take over nothing. We're looking to help. You know, like get, 
That guy over at Red Ice does good interviews or something like that. You know, say he's going to do an interview or say we say, look, can you interview this guy or something like that? You know, we'll broadcast it or, you know, yeah. and uh, pay him for it. He'll have his copyright and, you know, that, that kind of thing. This is why they've got another revenue, uh, another avenue of revel- uh, revenue and exposure. You know? Yeah, that's a, ma- a matter so, of fact. So when they want to talk about crazy alien and stuff, well, most people don't want to hear that. So, you know what I mean? But they're interested play. in that, that part. You know what I mean? The um, matter of fact, there will be advertisement that is, um, I've noticed, that tends to actually go towards the pro-white market. Um, There's money there. There's yeah. money there. Yeah, right. Exactly. We 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 make them profitable. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and and now, but see, they got a two pronged thing there. They want to get into the market, but then they want to subvert the message, or take it over. See, it's a two edged sword when you play with these guys. Yeah, the, the major part of their revenue right now from advertising is something that really doesn't care. Uh, to subvert because only white people buy that stuff. They know it. And uh, they're already under attack. Um, The survivalist type stuff. They know who buys their stuff and they're they're being attacked anyway just for selling that type of stuff. Yeah, well, this is another thing is what I would like to see is uh, good, 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 good outlets, good, good white companies and things like that. Free advertising. We should only make mon- money from the from from the membership. If anything, say say you've got one of those suppliers, okay? Uh, hey, you know what I mean? Put out, put a put part, part instead of giving us advertising money, as part of your marketing through our network you know give out a give, give out give give out a free part of your uh product say a gun or something like that you know uh if they uh you know like a contest or something like that you know to 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 build up uh interest in, in your product you know something like that yeah. you know I, there's so many things you know what i mean like so I'm saying some uh, some intelligent people or whatever uh, you know I, I, who knows which way it's going to go and all and all the ideas marketing ideas are going to come in because marketing is the key. You can have the best product on the planet, but if you don't have marketing, you got nothing. So that's another very very important to that uh, leg to that stool. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen the uh, flashy packages with um, inferior product. I'd sell stuff that was reliable and good in the plain old wrapper. Right. But you know what? The best marketing is a, a, a trusted uh, uh, personality endorsement. And we want to be that trusted personality. Yeah, that should work. Yeah. And uh, 
Uh, just something just slipped my mind. <laughs> I, was, I wanted it on another good point, but uh, oh, waiting. Anyway, so that's what we're working on, and uh, you know, uh, the first I, ha- I had a website. The first time I put out this, I'm like, oh, well, you know, the website don't look. It's got to be this way and that one. I'm trying to explain to them. This is not. The platform. This is not the organization. I'm. I, this, this is the idea. This is to get interest. This is you know. So so many people got. I don't know. They just don't think. They think small or, or they have no business sense or, or I don't know what it is. And uh, we got to get thinking more business like in in those aspects. You know, uh, to to meet our goals. We want. We have goals that we want to meet. Okay, and uh, that is our our people, and and to destroy cultural Marxism in our nations. You know, they haven't been challenged yet. They haven't. They've never really been challenged at all. So that's why they're winning. They haven't been challenged. Now they haven't been challenged. In, let's let's say on force. Well, people can go actually go because it's, you know this is why they they love putting up these false uh, pro-white things and everything else like that. So you know uh, and we're and in that pro-white you got this variety. This is why I disagree with uh, Mifflson on oh you know all different parts and they come to get that's bullshit. Okay, we want a fucking steamroller. We want the big back. That's going to run everybody's ass over. <laughs> like, you know, I, I was having a discussion on someone about marketing, and uh, yeah, he was, you know, that build it and they'll come attitude. And I'm like, no, you build it, and then you got to, your marketing's got to strap them down in the friggin' seat so they actually do see it. You know what I mean? You got to be aggressive. And uh, I want to get our I want to get our aggressive aggressiveness back in a productive manner, a productive way. Yeah, and it'll help too if uh, all of those people that um, spend so much time chatting will at least uh, once you it starts at least help spread the word so people know where to look. I love you, Tom. You brought back what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> we got people on Facebook. Okay, now the new data mining is in the social uh, software things like Facebook and Twitter and everything. We've got people all over the place. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're on all these different things. Okay, so they have they have people that on their list or uh, friends and all this kind of stuff. Okay, so right there. If our if, if if the people would push this, they could push it to all the members that they have in their social media circles, and we can reach reach I don't know how many how many freaking people in a very very short time, okay? You know, and then we can start doing some real time marketing analysis because that's what you need to start to see what's successful and you know, uh, you know, you, you you put the message out to so many people, how many come in and all this kind of stuff, so you can refine it, you know, and because you want to be successful and, you know, you want to win. And if you want to win, you got to be successful, 
You know what I mean? Some things might not work, but some things are going to work. Okay? Nobody wins 100% of the time. The thing is, you keep pushing forward. Yeah, one of the, uh, I guess one of the reasons I um, thought about people should push it is I uh, saw a startup um, pro-white company, and I did a little bit of, um, every now and then I do a bit of advertising for them because they are a pro-white company. They're run by a pro-white, and it's just a uh, startup clothing company that's making all-natural clothing. Um, you got me exactly. I'm, I, I understand exactly what you're talking about. That's why I said I don't. I don't agree in advertise, uh, living, making money off advertisement. Our people, okay, that are good, that are doing a good job, okay, and that promote and live our, live it and promote it, promote it, okay, it should be free. Yeah, and and they started the company free. for a very very uh, pro white reason. A lot of the chemicals used in um, some of the modern clothing. If you test someone's urine, that chemical gets in it, and it's not good for you. Yeah, there you go. See, that's another part. You, uh, you know, uh, and a lot of this is educating our people. You know, there's a lot of this stuff I don't know. You know what I mean? We want a place where people can go, and, uh, you know, they're not being bullied. It's not like going to YouTube. You don't know the guy behind it or nothing like that. Okay. We, want it, we want to get to be where, like I say, we're the trusted uh voice, you know, where they can go and they can see something and say, yeah, I should look into that, you know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. and that's, that, that's like I've identified, and there's a lot of subcategories in this, but I just put it as forehead categories is entertainment, uh, political, uh, education, and uh, news. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Anyway, like we got to talk about, I think we should put we should put all, we should put a kick-ass professional news program out. Professional people get paid. People are going to get paid. I see and that's another thing going to be employing. You know what I mean? So you know, your membership is going to save you money. See, we're looking to we're, we want to be beneficial all the way around. Okay. Now, I, just off the head, I you know because we haven't got all the ideas in. The, the, the core together to really get this together. But I'm thinking that, and I've been doing some price uh, pointing and everything else like that and cost analysis. Now it's going to take a lot of members, but we've got how many hundreds of millions of whites? Out, well, we got a billion whites out in the pro, on the planet. Okay. So, you know, we should be able to get some of that market. Okay. And I'm thinking like, uh, you know, the average time should be, hey, we want to encourage you. To, we want to encourage them to cut the cable. We want to all that they get from the cable. We want them to get that from us. Positive stuff. You know, we're, yeah. we're looking to change attitudes and change taste. You know, where you know the the mother can put her in front of there and they can watch an animation and they're not going to come through. It's not going to be with any perverted subliminal uh, propaganda that's going to affect their kids. It's going to make them stronger. You know. And for early startups, something that uh, occurred to me was um, you make, say, you're 
producing a show to start with. Uh, you make part of that show uh, free. You want the rest of the show, you sign up as membership. Um, if it's a good show, you, you're you going to get people, i got to see the end of this. Yeah, well, uh, you know, that's why I said we got to record together. My idea is the news part of it. Should we should broadcast that out to everybody? Yeah, to be alternative news and 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 with social commentary, you know, the whole nine yards, and from there you advertise the other offerings. So, like I say, you want you want to you want your people to be to your subscribers to uh, be enriched, to have all this. Not only that, support what they believe in, okay, and save money at the same, all together. Plus, if they have any talent and they can be a citizen reporter or say they're a writer or, or, or they're, they can do copy editing or I would like anybody that does any service or works for uh, within that system, okay, uh, she, she must be a member, you know. And, and that's like, you know, I've had to go and, and to close union shops and uh, they hire me. But I got to become part of I got to become part of the, of the union. So this is nothing new in an association. You know what I mean? So everybody has a stake as part of it. You know, if you support it, you're saving money, you and and you're getting the benefit of of all that. You know, the news, the education, and and every other damn thing. If you can got skills and you can be part to supply some of the areas that we want to reach or some of the positions that we need, there's an opportunity, an employment opportunity. And our people that are putting out, uh, you know, the content or whatever, like like I say, making movies or something like that, you know, if we can encourage them and and where we have a a community, hey, do your your, uh, uh, background shooting we got a we've got a, 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 a we've got a, a subscriber su- supporting community here. Go there, okay. And everything everything that they consume to do that is like I say, is a secondary economic benefit to that area. You know, we got to be just be smart about it, man. Well, I got to go, man. Okay, Paul. Yeah, I'm going to wrap her up there. So anyway, that's what I've been working on. And uh, Paul, um, we, uh, looking forward to hearing your comments on 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 everything and uh, what, what what I sent there. And uh, so uh, we can start getting together and uh, thinking about the core community that we want to approach. And if we can recruit them, fine. You know what I mean? Love it. We just got to get done. Okay, Paul. All right, we'll talk soon, brother. Bye-bye. Okay. Good night. And anyway, that that's where it sits. So, well, wow, we've been going longer than I thought. That's see, Tom talking to you, time flies. That's because I have a big mouth. I know this uh, because people tell me that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a big mouth. Is what comes out of it, you know, and what comes out of it is usually pretty good. And so that's uh, that's that's why otherwise it would have been over a long time ago, right? <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> anyway, 
I'm going to end this you're, now. Uh, let's. Oh, sorry, Tom. Excuse me. You, you uh, have a good night, sir. Do you have anything final you want to say? Oh no, I, I'm just. I'm just. Um, when we talk about business, you're quite a bit advanced beyond what I um, know. I I run a small business, but eh, balancing the books was my challenge. So. Um, I'm probably going to learn stuff listening to you. Well, I, I just want to, what I can is, uh, you know, do what I can and and, 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 and put that out there to uh, help us go forward. And we we have to do this. It's nothing that I want to do. We have to. Got to be done. Yeah. Yeah, I know about doing uh, things you really don't want to do. <laughs> it must be done. Yeah. So, to everybody out there, oh, I want to thank uh, Dion for uh, allowing me to uh, be a guest on his show. Uh, well, a calling guest, okay. And uh, and to everybody else, as always, good night and God bless. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.